Hey everybody, this is Richard from the Metal Cell Podcast. First of all, I want to give a shout out to my main sponsor, which is Rising Sons, the award-winning brewery in Cork. Anytime you're down in Cork, call into the Rising Sons, tell them you know Richie and you won't get a free beer, but you'll get a bit of sympathy anyway. I have Cell Games here. I'm delighted to welcome Tristan, Max, Tonsi and Deb to the show. An absolute pleasure to have you on, lads, and thanks for taking time on a Sunday of a bank holiday to come on and shoot the shit with me. All days. Oh, thanks, <laughs> thanks very much for having us. Thank you. Yeah, and you know what? What made my night is seeing Max's pink Def Leppard top. <laughs> for those that are, are not watching, you're certainly missing out on a beautiful spectacle. This is it. You see, so my I'm colorblind, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to take your word for it. <laughs> now, Max, you have a, a shopper's tip there for getting stuff, don't you? Check the women's section. Women's well. section, yes, H&M so pennies. tell us about that. Right. This is all about like fashion <laughs> tonight. 100%, absolutely. In the last <laughs> two to three months, I've seen Def Leppard, Bon Jovi, Van Halen, Kiss. I'm expecting Blackie Lawless and Wasps. Oh, that would any, be class. Any, any minute. But yeah, it's, it's like 1984 in the, in, the, in the women's section in pennies <laughs> and H&M for some reason. So if you're into that sort of shit, I know the vinyl is coming back. If you want to, if you want to uh, offset your 80s vinyl connection with some like, you know, Def Leppard pink belly tops and stuff, go and, up and wash, go up and wash your car like the lads of Bon Jovi with the big sponges. I, t- <laughs> I think you could be now. onto something there, man, because I know that I picked up a kiss top in the men's section in pennies, but I never thought for one minute because there was some cool uh, public enemy run DMC ones as well, but they were all too small for me. So I could have actually went over to the women's section and there could have been an extra, extra large one there that would have done me like. That's it. And not only that, you've got Vinnie Vincent, you the guys. Uh, <laughs> Tommy Thayer, they do. Uh, it, it's, it's the classic lineup in uh, in pennies, but they got the they got the no makeup shit in uh, in the women's section. Brilliant. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. So, lads, I must say, first of all, congratulations on your new single. Here's to your bones. Well done. Great song, lads. Thank you. And in relation to me finding out about G, the first time I came across G was, I'd say, was it maybe it was a year or two years ago when he released Lament Configuration? Two years ago, I think. Must have been. Yeah, yeah, must have been. I remember reviewing it on the forums with the rest of the lads and, and I was just going, Jesus Christ, this is really catchy. This is a new sound. You had a perfect blend of new metal with, with some different kind of styles going on there as well. And now you've developed again. You can see the jump in progression. I suppose maybe we'll just start with Max and Tristan because that's how it started. One Was it a project before shutdown or lockdown even? Those bad old days? Yeah. <laughs> it kind of was and it wasn't because we, okay. we, we tried to get something going for a bit. We kind of on and off been doing stuff. And then I think like for a period of about two months, we kind of had a drummer and we were looking at bass players and then uh, we kind of didn't have anyone. And then like when everything was like, there was no gigs anymore. I was like, right, if there's no gigs, I'll just, I'll just fucking do it on a laptop and we'll do it and we'll be a band for real. But like in the internet then, <laughs> and it's been great. And um, that's kind of how we went from there. Uh, yeah, so like, like it wasn't cell games at that point. At that point, it was very, we were very much kind of um, kind of along the lines of early on I had this idea in my head that it was like I have I have demos I had keyboards and stuff and I remember early on like being in uh, like in a damp room in Temple Bar practicing with a drummer <laughs> and being like no it has to be like 
like kind of punk. It has to be like everything has to be guitars. It can't like you have to be able to like pull it off live. So like yeah. I'm also double tracked guitars. And then uh, like as soon as you're in lockdown, it's like we can do anything. There's going to be <laughs> loads of stuff. It doesn't matter. We'll never have to do it live. We might never get out of this. And your background, the two of you were cover bands initially, was it? Or is that a, a strong part of your identity, being able to show up at a gig, play all the fucking, the Linkin Parks yeah. and all like that? Do you know what? It's interesting because we were like, not necessarily, we've been in the Linkin Park tribute band uh, for yeah. a while, Phoenix Park, um, which is still a rich <laughs> Chester band, you know? <laughs> it's, it's good, isn't it? No, it's but, fucking uh, class. <laughs> but uh, we've, been in, we've been in Phoenix Park and we, uh, actually the way that we met was I was uh, in a band called The Actual Mafia and we were doing a, a, a our single launch in the, in the, in the, the Thomas House in Dublin. Oh, right. We yeah. played a, a gig, big sweaty gig and Tristan came up to me at the end and said, I want you to be my Anthony Kytus in uh, me Red Hot Chili Peppers cover band we're doing. Uh, basically told me we were doing Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Okay. The whole album all together. And so okay. I was like, yeah, let's do it. So okay. basically... It ended up like an awful lot of it. We kind of started how we meant to go on. We got a whole load of people together and then it ended up just being the two of us. We are like, yeah. yeah, let's do it. And everyone else was like, yeah, let's do it. Uh, you weren't friends before that. So a friendship grew out of this. This is it. Yeah. Do you know what? It's actually gas. Because uh, uh, having been around Tristan and figured out the way that Tristan approaches people to like, you know, support the band or, you know, potential people to be in it. Tristan kind of skulks around and waits <laughs> for his moment to ask. <laughs> and it's absolutely, it's, it's gas because we did it with, we did it with Idle Discourse and <laughs> Metal to the Masses a couple of years ago. We were just kind of skulking around waiting for them to, uh, to like, you know, get off stage. And then they had problems with their, with their sound and they weren't happy with their sound. So they had like a big, big, like, you know, uh, emotional moment where they're like, boys, we're gonna, we're gonna do this next year. We're gonna get it together. Yeah, you know, you can't t- keep us down. We are idle this course. And the just was like, hey, you don't want to support us next week. <laughs> 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 that's what he did with drummer, Yeah, yeah. drummer because like his his sound was fine. It's you know, he just hit the stuff with six and it sounded grand. There was no tech issues for him. So it's like, Donald, do you want to do this? But I think it's like they're on like fourth or fifth, and we'd been there all night. So I don't think it was as coherent as we're making it sound. This is it. But listen, the, the thing was like, I was like, you 100% did that with me at the actual Mafia gig. <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah. don't even pretend you didn't. Don't deny it. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. We'll go to Cell Games then. Deciding the name for the band and how many songs had you at that stage between you? Uh, so, and what I, year was this now, Tristan? Was, was this I two- think 2020 is kind of when we decided okay. that we were going to like actually actually do something for real this time and actually do it. Mm-hmm. And we'd had kind of, I think we'd been jamming three songs, maybe two and a half kind of songs okay. that we were like, these are the songs we're doing in the band. And like I had like, I still have like a whole break of demos from when I was just like doing bits and pieces. Um, and we kind of had a few that were like, these could be, the songs and then we kind of like decided the make configuration is first so so we'll do that and then afterwards we'll do the other ones um the name cell games that was uh, a maximilian idea that's an anime thing all of his names are anime things oh yeah, okay it was uh, basically we, we we've been freaking around with it because i was kind of like right what kind of 
the, the sound is like like unashamedly new metal and unashamedly yeah. taken from you know you know stuff that we used to listen to in the two thousands and like a big part of my experience I was used to listen to new metal. I used to come home from school. I used to watch Dragon Ball Z. I used to watch you know oh, yeah. okay. uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, uh, Cowboy Bebop, all of the stuff that they'd have like on Toonami and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it, it's all kind of a mix. And we we it, that was kind of there just to to bring the whole you know. This is this is kind of shit like you remember from when you were like back in your your twenties or your your twenties your you know your your teens not my twenties like, yeah your, <laughs> your teens like I was, you know I was watching Scooby Doo back then yeah <laughs> it's like you know all that's missing is Stone Cold Steve Austin in the background that's why we made, that's why he's Tristan shaved his head like it's the whole it's that whole you know nineteen ninety eight to two thousand and two experience yes is really what okay. Sagan's in so we threw around some kind of Pokemon stuff that was. Uh, Zenikame was a thing for a while, which is the which is the uh, Japanese name for isn't it Squirtle? I think so. I think you yeah, said that yeah, to me, yeah. and I was I was all on for that being the name. But then I put it in a group chat. I was like, lads, if you saw this written down, what would you say? And then both people were like, Zeni game. And I was like, right, yeah, no, yeah, it's not gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have an actual Japanese word be mm. your name. So I think we we just went cell games was just kind of badass anime moment from your from from your youth to people would kind of we were like you know if we we say cell games the people who we are you are interested in getting to will know what we're talking about yeah and it'll strike up a conversation you know what I mean yeah yeah <laughs> Deb and Tansi were you aware of this band at any stage no when they even re- oh. released Lament <laughs> configuration. No. Yeah, I saw the the lads put up a post and um, I was in a different band with the singer, Laura. She plays with um, Tristan in another band and um, she kind of knew I was looking around for something else. She said, I might actually really like these guys. So I gave them a listen and I kind of went, oh, fuck, I do really like these guys. <laughs> yeah. And then I started like, oh, okay, you didn't try it. It's about to learn this stuff. And uh yeah, it kind of just went from there. Turned up mm. in the room with the bass and kind of just... Let's see. Yeah, it was a good crack. What yeah. about you, Tonsi? What's your background? My background? Uh, uh, it goes along to the creation, but uh, just go back to the, your uh, previous question. I just found that post in, in on Facebook. In that time, I was searching Ben because I was free completely, you know, COVID time and... And uh, do you know how rare drummers are? And, and he was searching for bands. Jesus Christ. I know that later on, like I didn't know that <laughs> that time. So I, I found you could that have named your on... prize, Tansy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe when you say that, I need to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I would just I saw that post on, on, on the Facebook, uh, one of the groups, uh, you know, the musician groups in the Facebook anyway. Mm-hmm. So I heard. So I was listening to found the videos and stuff and like, oh, this, this sounds amazing. And I was just listening like a couple of days and I decided, okay, I, I just, because uh, I was, I think that at that time I just planning to go to London or, or something anyway. So I said to myself, okay, I will just uh, text them when I come back. Because, yeah. you know, no, no makes sense. Uh, and <laughs> interesting things in the meantime, uh, uh, Tristan texted me because he saw my post because I was <laughs> with a <the> band. <laughs> so so we, uh, uh, you know, exchanged a couple of sentences. And basically that was like, I just learned the songs because uh, they... Were you a heavy metal drummer or what's your influences, Tansy? 
Oh, uh, but basically, yes. I just start with the classical, you know, the 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 ACDC, the Motorhead, uh, okay, that's that kind sure. of stuff, you know, Black Sabbath, and and uh, in Croatia, I was playing lots of tribute band and especially the tribute ACDC. And before I move in uh, Ireland, like almost seven years ago, so I was playing the band called Synthetic Scar. They still active in Croatia, so they. We was playing new metal uh, ah. and um, record two albums. I record for them two albums. And okay. uh, so we was doing record for the Series Sam, the PC game, mm. all the music. Uh, so, yeah, I kind of, <laughs> I be honest, like I'm playing that music like more than 25, almost 30 years. Oh, sure. Like, and... That's the stars were aligned there for you, lads. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, like. And... Yeah, I was just saying, like, in the way how they approach, like, you know, the, the background music, uh, play with the clicks. So they have kind of very high level of the drummer. You, you know, like, you can't just sit on, and play. Mm. You need to know certain things and you need to have the kind of experience and a, let's say, professional approach. Because lots of drummers, they don't play with the click. And in this band, that's a very important thing. Yeah. Max and Tristan, I'll just go back to you. You had Matthew and Damien come in for that recording of Le Mans Configuration and <laughs> Filthy Weight in, was that in Ballyformat, was it? Ballyformat uh, yeah. Studios. Have you been students of Ballyformat? Because a lot of Dublin bands seem to use that a fair bit as a stepping stone to move on to. Do you know what's interesting? Uh, I live in Ballyformat, but uh, obviously, I, you know, I know lots of musicians that went to Ballyformat, but the way yeah. that that relationship came around is I, during the pandemic, did a lot of recording in Tsunami Studios for, I don't know if you know of a guy called Kazak Demars, um, Demars Entertainment. They were trying to kind of stir up some um, kind of live music kind of in the middle of, you know, half post-lockdown. So getting musicians okay. in, filming them, putting them out. Adam and the lads in Tsunami Studios are fantastic. And he was working with White Noise Audiovisual. So mm-hmm. I just ended up doing, you know, bits and bobs in okay. there with them. Um, so, you know, they were, I, I've been watching them doing their their stuff like for a while and they were kind of eager to do a, you know, kind of to do a metal thing as well because they're big metal heads and they'd been mostly doing a, you know, kind of buskers or, and uh, electronic artists and okay. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So basically then uh, it aligned that we thought we wanted to do this and we had been working with Matthew. Uh, Matthew uh, plays bass in Phoenix Park uh, and I am a huge fan of Kind, uh, who's his his band. I think they're absolutely astoundingly good because I'm a I'm a huge prog prog fan. Um, and uh, Tristan found uh, Damien um, just kind of randomly. Uh, I don't know if you'd known too much about him. But, yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, he just, yeah. We just like drummer. session stuff for people, so yes, I kind of saw correct. him through someone through someone else. I think it was like like two or three degrees removed from. Yeah, yeah, the, guy, yeah. the guy we had initially. He did like one drum, and I think because he was in, he's in kind as well, and he's amazing. But he was like, I don't play double kick, I don't yeah. know what you want from me. And you're like, <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> like, I think Damien is actually working with Mo Sheen at the moment, and they're releasing a, a metal album that's going to be coming up soon, I'd say in the next month or so. So, big shout out to Damien. At this stage, he had decided that he needed to have a live entity of Cell Games, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. I think uh, one of the biggest one of the biggest things that we bumped into was um, just 
electronic drums just weren't cutting it as regards, you know, sending it out for reviews, sending it out for, you know, you know, we, we were getting some really good uh, feedback on the, the songs, uh, Relics and the Mecha Figuration, but unfortunately, the kind of the feedback that we were getting in the negative side of it was that, you know, it's not Program the same. Drums. Program drums. Okay. Uh, in a way... Yeah, Shout you, out you, to Evan in the forums. He's pet eight. <laughs> really? Well, but, but, but this is it. It's his, it's, he's uh, not too far off the ball. Just uh, uh, We just needed the heft. You know what I mean? We needed yes. the heft of the slam and we needed the we needed the the added, you know, the added atmosphere of it. And um, more, more than one drum fill, because I can only program one drum fill. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got two, I think I got two that I do. One is just like the snare goes da, 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 and it's the chorus now. Or it goes da da da. Those are my drum fills. Yeah. And sometimes I just don't do any. I know that. <laughs> but so she knows all my stuff. He gives me shit about it. Sometimes like it goes like this. And he's like, yeah, I know it goes like that. I've heard you do it. <laughs> but this was when we when when Tanchi came in, uh, the first thing that we kind of what really, really Tanchi was Tanchi both Tanchi and Deb were one and done auditions, really, for the man because they both just well, Deb's slotted in seamlessly. And just first of all, she came in and she knew the bass lines, which for us was a, a big thing because we had so many people just come in and say, Oh, yeah, lads, love your song, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, Oh, um, what's the first note of this? Like, you know, oh, it just really weird. Oh. <laughs> we had well one, done, one time, respect, we had one audition, oh, where, uh, <laughs> we, had, we had an audition once where uh, someone just wasn't getting it, and we were kind of like sitting down and working on it. It's like, Is this? And then it was like, because I'm always like just drinking coffee or something in practice. I was like, I have to piss. I'll be back in a minute. And I went and I came back to hall and I could hear the bass line. I was like, I was getting it. And I came in and fucking Maximilian is playing the bass. I was like, oh my God. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Deb. Deb just did it. And I was like, yeah, what? Uh, yeah, you're free in April. <laughs> and I was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's brilliant because, you know, like the Dublin scene in general anyway, it's all about the live performance, isn't it? You can release your songs till the cows come home, but where your judge is on stage and for to get two musicians in and form a band and get up on the stage, as you said, Max, you've got the heft behind you. It's a different feeling, isn't it? It brings the song to an audience and it gives you the pleasure as well of going, well, I fucking wrote this and now we're playing it in front of you can't beat that like that's for sure and i think one of the great things that tanchi did was when he came in was tanchi um uh, through just little fillers little rhythms and little just different ways of playing the songs that then you know what tristan had initially wrote or what i had kind of thought like bringing in little off with flamenco style fills to jailbreak or um I remember the first time you played the configuration, there was something you were doing. And I just was cacking myself laughing because I was like, that's absolutely gas what he's doing there. <laughs> I think I know what it is. Yeah, well. yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's the bit before the first verse where I'm just doing the riff and on the recording, it's just me doing the riff and that's it. But he was doing, I think you were doing like a fill on the ride of the bell and on the hats at the same time. Yeah, I was, was like, I would never program that. There's more <laughs> yeah. fun for that. There you go. You like. can't. <laughs> yeah. It's like you a kind of David Severia sort of thing. I think that's what it's about. Like you're like, you're like looking down the drums playing and I looked up at Deb and I was like, I think that's him. I think, yeah. I think we're sorted. Yeah. Tristan, maybe just talk about your own recording setup. What have you got in your own room there, like guitar-wise and what oh are you God. using to record? <laughs> I'm using the 
cheapest version of Pro Tools. Okay. That was that was available ten years ago. Okay. Um, and you're afraid think, to update it in case you fucking get lost. I, I, I don't think they even they don't even offer. I think an upgrade from that version. Anymore. It's like it's so many versions behind. That's yeah. like just buy it new at this point. Like the Limbiscuit, um, so like, Limp, Limbiscuit Tourbus uh, version of Pro Tools. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if, if like if Pro Tools now is like uh, like the Line Six Helix. What I have is like the little red kidney bean. Oh, pod Jesus kind of. Christ. But, um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, it works for what I need and it's all yeah, like, true. like the guitars are all amp sims, the drums are all easy drummer. Um, I can't be d- doing with doing vocals. I hate doing it because <laughs> that's all Maximilian has to do. Um, yeah, I'm just like just doing stuff like, um, like I found the Devon Townsend t- uh, tune track guitar preset and that's my heavy sound now. Oh, okay. Uh, and I've just been like, just that's my kind of heavy sound. And I'm using a Schecter. I can't remember the model name. Right. Because uh, okay. I got it second hand. And anytime I go to check the model name, I have like, you know, like the trick of you put a bit of foam in behind the nut yeah. to stop the ringing out. That's what the model name is. So I can't remember what it is. <laughs> but uh, like I got, because I was deliberately like, after making configuration, I did it on a strat that I still use for cover stuff. Okay. But it was like, I can't, every time I got a cover gig, take off my big drop C strings and put on like my 10 to 46. Yeah. And, okay. I, and I was like, I was like, I'm a metal guy now. I'm in a metal band. I need to have 24 frets and active pickups. So I was like, I'm going to get like a cheap enough guitar. That's like 24 frets, kind of the big wide flat neck on it. Yeah. Put the Fishman's in that. Um, but a noise gate and it changed my life. I was like, these guys weren't lying about noise gates. Um, and I actually was talking to someone about my tone after the last gig. They're like, oh, the tone's great. And I was like, it's a metal zone. Can you believe it's a metal zone? But it's the new, <laughs> it's the new nice one. The one they made like two, three years ago. Like the, okay. the slightly updated one. Right. But um, for recording, it's all just amp sims. Because okay. I can't be dealing with like plucking all my pedals in for recording and having all these like earthen problems. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're a realist. Like. Yeah. And I'm just lazy. <laughs> That's just part of it. Deb, what's your setup? Uh, generally I use a focus right, um, and then again it's all kind of just into computer using um, oh it's not Pro Tools, it's the other one Reaper. Okay, Reaper, yeah, 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 yeah. Straight in, and then whatever effects I want, then I just throw on top. And live, what are you using live? Live, I've um, a Fender um. Precision with a humbucker in the bridge. Um, nice. I usually split that 50-50. And then uh, I have a whole rake of stupid pedals that basses shouldn't have um, yeah. just to try and make me sound bigger. So usually I'd split my um, my signal. So I go through a line selector. So half is always clean. Okay. And then the other half is usually uh, heavily distorted or heavily affected. Mm. That's my general setup. Yeah, it's yeah. fairly simple enough then, really. It's not complicated, bar the pedals. No, as noisy as pedal, as noisy as I possibly can get it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And Tansi, what about you? Your live setup, have you much to bring onto the stage? No, I don't have a limit, to be honest. So far, I didn't play my drums. I have Sonore 2005, some kind of custom version. Okay. Uh, my cymbals there, all of them, they're instable radiant. Like, I have like three crashes, two splashes, uh, one symbols with many holes which i call hooker <laughs> <laughs> because the holes uh big 
20 inch rights, uh, like heaviest right ever made all of them they had made by Mehmet from uh, from Istanbul. Yeah, that's kind of uh, double pedal Iron Cobra, uh, more or less. That's 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 all. And my electronic two drums. Oh, I see him in the, the background there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's a kind of piece of equipment I bought like five years ago uh, with the mesh heads. Mm-hmm. And that's my, my tool. I'm just literally doing all my stuff. So when I get the song, I literally practice like depends two, three weeks and we go to the rehearsal, brush that songs and just move on. So yeah, yeah I have everything like also jambe <laughs> box. Where do you rehearse then lads? Uh, Troubadour in is it in Fairview? I don't know. I just said Google Maps Troubadour. Around Fairview. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's actually, what was on? Might have been Unmaker or one of those bands rehearsed there in Troubadour as well. Nice. There's uh, kettles in the rooms. It's like being in a little hotel. <laughs> That's super cool. Like, And the rates are reasonable enough as well, the lads were saying. Yeah, I think it's like similar prices for, like compared to city centre stuff, but like actually nice to be in. Yeah. Like, like you don't have like, you don't go into like like broken amps and um I think the big one for me and Deb is you can park there as well. Like you can actually drive to it. All the ones in the city centre. Oh like, sure. You can't park there. You're just yeah, like yeah, yeah. your stuff on a bus yeah, and it's a nightmare. Parking and there's generally toilet roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and there's a there's a gas uh, record shop beside the uh <laughs> beside the feckin' the the, the studio and it's what? all like it's it's this guy who uh he it's like it's 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 mostly dance stuff but you find weird stuff i found uh uh, uh number three by peter gabriel in german in that in shop german in Jesus. german and your man tried to tell me peter gabriel oh yeah peter gabriel is german and i was like <laughs> peter gabriel is not german <laughs> he did release you and album. i know that he did release this album in, in german though so uh, that was pure fucking bluffer, like <laughs> he is. But still, it was a nice, it was a nice little one for the collection. So I, I do, I do pay a visit every so often if I'm early. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations on uh, winning the heat for metal to the masses. What was that like? The, the actual night itself, maybe first of all, and the fact that you won it. Maybe just talk about that, the build up, and then the, the actual night itself. Uh, I, say. Uh, I thought it was deadly. We went in kind of mm. like feeling reasonably confident. Because okay. like we had we had a gig the night before as well downstairs in Fibbers. We opened for Idle Discourse. Oh and it was like yeah, first it was our first gig since I think September. September, September yeah. September, yeah. Wow, yeah, exactly. that's quite a lengthy yeah, period we of had, not playing. Uh, yeah, we had the gig in September. I think we recorded we recorded Here's uh, Bones just before that, and we had like the music video in November. But uh, Maximilian had sinus surgery, and. We, we, because, because he was having the surgery, we kind of went around telling everyone, it's like, oh, like we, like, we can't do anything for the year. That's just for the year. And then within a month, we were like, actually, we probably we probably would have been fine. We probably could have just like cancelled one gig and it would have been all right. Jesus. But, okay. um, but we had like that big kind of big gap. But then I was got like, in January, it was kind of like, oh, what, like, what if we go and practice and we're rubbish? Oh, what if we forget how to do it? Yeah, of course. Like, we had, like, in like, the back of your mind, like. I was thinking Oh, I was gonna say I was particularly worried just in case my scream was gone when I when I tried it in because uh, singing singing was fine, but uh, you know as as the no, the nose was healing, just the different chambers in the in the in the in the, the head were doing different things. So uh, yeah. I I I tried 
the screaming at one stage just for practicing, and it was like, oh fuck, this is not as uh, um, potent as it once was. Yeah. So okay. I did have to kind of, um, you know, go out into a big area and just. Uh, let go for a bit and try and you know get get it back because for me the screaming is the easiest part generally like it's it's the it's the, it's the singing that I'm terrible at <laughs> but uh, with the, as regards to screaming that I was I was a bit worried about that but the first gig getting in there and getting like you know opening up the the throat and like you know it's different singing in front of people than yes. it is you know singing in your own room or singing whenever so once that was you know not a factor then I was like we're off to the races as regards to the next night so. Yeah, and you played in Fibbers, so the next night then was Metal to the Masses. Yes. How many songs did you bring into that gig, lads? I think we did five. five. We had intentions of doing maybe six. Five, and then, okay. Because I think we were going to do kind of like a six-song set. Because um, normally what we do when we have like half an hour. Okay, half an hour, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. like our, yeah. Our, and our set got cut by one song the night before for time. And then... Just like here's your bones ended up being it was going to be the second last song. And then afterwards you were like, you know what? That was actually great. It, it was, was actually great, great. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and was what any... was the last song, by the way? Uh the last song was going to be Relics. Relics. Yeah, okay, yeah. Relics, yeah. Okay. But like that's, that's normally like the last one. Okay. But uh we're gonna have to rethink that, I think. Because here's your bones, it seems to work well as as the last one. We're gonna have to I'm gonna have to open up the the um the program I use for the tracks and like slightly rejig the playlist now. That's not a bad thing to learn that on Metal to the Masses. I go to gigs as much as I can. And there's nothing more frustrating when you know a band's, we'll say, back catalogue. And especially in, say, something like Metal to the Masses or something like The Siege, that when you're watching a band and they don't start off with two or three of their strongest songs. I've seen it, I'm not going to name names, but I've seen it where people have just walked away. Mm. Because you're up there for a reason and you have a limited time set. So you really have to grab the crowd in the first two or three songs and obviously finish with a great song as well. Like then it's down to the, the band to find that out themselves, watch the crowd reaction yeah. and whittle sure. it down. For sure. We've had like the same we had the same kind of like opener and closer um for almost a year now. Like since like the first we had a gig that was like a proof of concept in, in Newbridge last year. Um, before Tonchi joined and like the opener and closer have stayed the same pretty much since then because we were like right I, even, I think the, the song we opened with we almost wrote it as as soon as it was finished like Max was just like Wait, right well this is this is the opener like, this, this is, is the most certainly the opener what's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, the name like, of that song what is it uh, it's called Ego Some Papa and it's not out yet okay. I think, we're, I, think I think it could be the I next one the next maybe one. Yeah, yeah. right fair enough if, yeah. ever, if we get our shit together <laughs> But um, it exists on SoundCloud if you can hack into <laughs> the It's there on a private for like us to, to go over it and learn it and practice it at home. Mm. But um, like that's the opener. And Reddix was always the closer uh, because Here's the Bones hadn't been written yet. Yes, of course. <laughs> and then, so like we kind of like we kind of like gradually like, padded out the middle of the set with more and more stuff. Um, but I think we all just kind of thought like, well, the start and the end are always going to be the same and the middle is going to move around. Yeah. But um, maybe not now. Who knows? And there's more stuff coming. So who's to say? And you know, one thing that I'm fairly happy with, and we did it without any fanfare. We, it just happened. We, 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 we just all of a sudden are not doing any covers anymore, which is which, which is great. But it wasn't the thing we said. Hey, we want you covers. It was just like, uh, 
like th- there's no room for them, which which is which is yeah. kind of awesome. And I know you can't do covers in metal for the masses, but we always just you just threw in a little sly one, you know, just uh, just uh, what cover? Well, we've done uh-huh. we've done Fate No More. We've done oh, uh, what uh, fucking band? Yes, we did. Uh, what uh, Fate No More song? Land of Sunshine. Class. Is, yeah, I love oh, off Angel Dust. Off Angel Dust. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Punchy hates it. Look at him. But you know what? It makes me feel so old. I never realized why we played that song. Like, I just never figure out. Like, because I'm a bollocks and I was like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I was thinking like, oh, it's some kind of joke behind that. You know? I was like, okay. people will love it this. <laughs> and then I was like, I never felt so old because I was like, yeah, we're doing, we're doing Lands of Sunshine off Angel Dust. And uh, oh, everyone, everyone was like, uh, <laughs> is, is that your own song? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, Static X, uh, push it by Static X, ended up. Oh, being I've the, actually seen yeah, footage yeah, of you yeah. doing that. Ended yeah, up being the, the one we kept. But oh, I do. I still am fond. I definitely of the, enjoyed the that song. I definitely mm. enjoyed that. <laughs> I love that band. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But it's nice to it's nice to, to to filter out the covers and kind of you know um, feel like that you're the stuff that you're putting out is strong enough to hold people's attention. Absolutely, because yeah. the, the the reason for the covers, I I always have a um, um, when you know when you're in a band starting out, I always have you know for myself mm-hmm. uh, being a gig going member of the public. Yes. You know, for uh, first song you're into it, second song you're kind of into it, third song you're thinking about going for a fag yeah. or, you know, or, or going for a drink. So that's when just starting out, hit them with a cover. Oh, I love that song. And then they're back into it for the next song. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then just pick it up again yeah. before they're about to go and keep it going like that. Yeah, and that's um, a great way to think of it, Max. You know, you, you need to hold that crowd for a 30 minute set. And the fact that your songs now are progressing so well that that you don't need the cover now, which, which is impressive. We have a, a, it's nice to, you know, is, is we have a backup our, weapon. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. We have we have it in our back pocket. If we have to do a, a longer set, but it, it's it, it's good. Like you know the the the, so, the songs that we are, that we would put into positions mm. to bring people back in are our own songs. Like Jailbreak, yeah. which is a, another one that uh, is an outchest. Uh, Lament configuration is the is the. It's just got that you know WWE crunch yeah. entrance music thing, and you know it's it's just good to have our own songs there in those positions. Mm. Now, was Tonsi and Deb involved with the writing of Here to Your Bones? Or how old is that song? That one, it existed kind of as a demo. Not quite the way it is now. Okay. I think I had it kind of from the days when I was like, everything has to be guitars, it has to be really simple. And then, because I know all the other songs weren't, I just threw a load of bollocks on top of it. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I, th- I think there's even like, it was called Bendy Boy as a demo because it's got Jesus a bend in the riff. Christ. And I think I think there's like a version of it that exists. It's like Bendy Boy underscore way too much shit. <laughs> uh, but everyone was like, no, yeah, that's fine. That intro is fine. It all sounds grand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we decided it's going to be a song because I think Maximilian just had sent me messages like, I've got a back and vocal idea and I'm going to write the song out from there. So just send me a demo. Okay. I sent him that one and it was like one of the pre-choruses you had an idea for and built the song out from there. But uh, the way we do it now is like not really how the demo is at all. Mm-hmm. Like there's stuff because um, I can't think like a drummer. So <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, I was like, okay, so the kick, the kick is one and three and the snare is two and four. The kick sort of follows the riff. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, so <laughs> it's always, I'm, I'm sure every guitarist does it where it's like, it's hats for the verse and then Rider crash for the chorus, and then maybe like floor tom for a build up, 
do what the hat was do, hats were doing. And then Tonti's like, yeah, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do like actual drums. And then there's like a, a bit in the middle where it goes double time for a little bit. And I wouldn't have thought of doing that. Yeah. And even like vocally, um, like Deb's all over that one as well. She's doing harmonies and bits and pieces. Okay. Yeah, that's great that Deb can bring that to it as well. Um, and you know, it's it's important to to mix it up because I mean the sound that you have now, I think is different to Lament configurations, and it pulls you in more as a band. It's not a. I just can't make those program drink drums swing. A little bit. There's no, <laughs> no like fader for 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 swing. I can't do it. There's no like. Groove button. Okay, I'm going to play Here's Your Bones and the program drums come in straight away. <laughs>
remember reviewing this and Danielle said that it reminded her of a band and I was trying to think of it too and I, I was just getting Velvet Revolver vibes off it just a swagger and it's, it is it's more rock than new metal in my opinion and I think Danielle agreed as well is that a kind of a conscious change in the band or is it is this just a, a once off I think every song is a little bit something else yeah like every song is, is a little bit like something like the making configuration was very uh someone said <laughs> someone said it's like the intro music from a 2002 playstation game <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and like like relics is like very electronic yes. like it's very very synth heavy and then um like i suppose but i suppose like new metal is kind of like that like new metal is kind of like like corner a new metal band but Linkin Park are also a new metal band, but Deftones are a new metal band. So, like, it means a lot of things. Yeah. Like, it, it covers, like, anything that came out from, like, 1992 to 2002 and was tuned lower than D standard is probably kind of like new metal. Okay. But, um, yeah, I think I, I wrote it kind of new metal And then Maximilian, like, <laughs> specifically, like, it's a Scott Wyland vocal I'm doing. I was like, oh, okay. Because Scott yeah. Weiland is like one of my favorite, one of my absolute favorite vocalists of all time is Scott Weiland. So we were right then yeah, with yeah. picking up on Velvet Revolver. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it, lads, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting. Do you know what's interesting is is we've got uh, we've got some interesting comparisons to 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 what it sounds like. Uh, we got uh, White Zombie Ministry. Um, you know, little little elements of it. I can uh, hear the white zombie one. Yeah, yeah that's that's fair uh, enough. Yeah, Al, uh, Alice Cooper was another one that was thrown out in the mm. in, in in the vocals, and I was dead happy because uh, uh, there's a little bit of uh, the the little theatricality that I wanted to put into it was okay. uh, taken from Killers, uh, the album by Alice Cooper. Oh, so I, right, I okay. thought that was, that was a nice nice little callback because when we were writing it, as Tristan said earlier, we were popping. Um, I just was listening to a lot of stuff like that with kind of, you know, just little theatrical backing vocals. Yes. And that was the idea to do something that was running with some kind of theatrical backing vocal in the in, in the background. Funny enough, they're not really in the in the actual <laughs> final mix of the song. Okay. But it was a jumping off point for it. Yeah. Uh, so it was it's nice nice to hear that. But uh, uh Velvet Revolver definitely with the same one here for the low and the love. Yeah, the demo yeah, yeah. was actually a lot more Velvet Revolver vocally than than it turned out to be in the in the, in the actual recording. I had the pleasure of seeing them play in Dublin many years ago. Mm. Is it the Ambassador? Is that the end of O'Connell Street, is it? The Ambassador was the end of O'Connell Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, saw him, I saw him play there. Uh, we saw Sultan Pilots playing in, in, in the Olympia as well. So we, we saw them. Do you know a funny place I saw uh, 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 Velvet Revolver was at the, the Illinois State Fair in uh, just outside of Chicago. Yeah, I lived in Kansas City and Missouri for a while. And we went and they were supported. They were actually supported by Drowning Pool, uh, supported them. Uh, and it was this was on their first tour. And it was the weirdest thing ever because you had Scott Weiland there in his, like, you know, military hat and his fur mm. kind of, yeah. you know, dude. strutting. Yeah, and across the way you had like people weighing pigs, <laughs> like the, the county pig pig weighing competition was going on. It was fucking crazy. That's fantastic. That's, that's our gigs, really. Yeah, isn't it? It. <laughs> you just have like lads playing pool, and then we're doing whatever it is we do. <laughs> you said there that you have a few songs recorded. I just want to talk about. I've championed him. I don't know how many times on the podcast, Josh. Oh, yeah. we're going back to him, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, he's a top one. How did you, I know, yeah. How did you come across Josh? Was it through another Dublin band or through their sound? Or? Uh, 
I think there was a handful of bands had stuff all kind of come out at the same time. Yeah. And it was all a little bit like what we do. Like if people kind of had, if, if you were to describe just in writing what we do and describe what these bands do, they'd be like, oh yeah, it's the same. It's like, oh, it's like heavy guitars and it's not necessarily always just sung vocals and there's keys and stuff. So it was like, mm. I'd list course all their stuff with Josh and um, Neon Empire did all their stuff I was going to say Neon Empire. Yeah, I didn't realise Idle Discourse did did stuff with Josh as well. Okay. Yeah, so I think that's kind of remotely heavy music, but there's like loads of bits kind of going on. Like it's not just like like guitar left and right, vocals mm. back and vocals, bass and drums. Um, like I think Josh is, is the one to, to go to. And he redid all my like really bad program drums. Like the kind of program drums that aren't the main drum part and like the keyboards that aren't just the cheapest possible sound yeah. like he really dulled them and and and, uh, and stuff like that and like I think like, he kind of he got straight away what the the aim of what we were doing was it's funny that when, we, when I was recording the bass line for the song um, I plugged in and I didn't even have to tell Josh what I wanted he just had it sorted okay and I kind of just went holy shit how did you <laughs> how did you know what I wanted yeah <laughs> Great, yeah. like, yeah, he knows what he's doing, yeah, yeah, yeah he does. Great, sure, yeah. Like in advance, he kind of decided he had, like, because he, he's a drummer, so he has loads of drums up in the studio. And we were saying, like, what do you need to bring? What do we have? And he was like, uh, this I think is the drum kit you should use for this one. And on the Kemper, we're going to dial in these sounds. And I was like, yeah, sure, I believe you, I have no reason not yeah. to. And even just like production wise, like little bits and pieces, um, with the guitar, I have there's like a little kind of picky part that was never in the demo, so he wouldn't hurt it. And I was like, I want to double that with the chorus. He was like, Yeah, I have the chorus up now. Like you're you're doubling with the chorus and like little kind of the percussive things in the verse. So I'm doing like the little kind of because you're a pig scrape, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. He uh like he picked up on that like as a feature and was like, Oh yeah, like you'll obviously double track that on its own mm. again and stuff. And like all the vocals, like he was he's very good, like he'd immediately after you double track the vocal, he'd be like, right, go back, you're doing a hammering that now. That wasn't in the demo. He'd just be like, like obviously this is the vocal, this is what you're what you're doing now. So he's very in tune to yeah. what he's doing. And, and, uh, this isn't a service he offers, but <laughs> I sent him the guides for, um, the song. Like I had them all like just bounced out. Cause like I have had all the, the stuff from the demo and like I bounced everything out individually and sent it to him. Uh, I got there and he was like, Oh yeah, there's like huge glitches in all of those. So like, they're all like delayed by seconds and everything's like cut up. So I just did them again. And I thought he meant to just like, copy and paste them. He's like, no, no, just like just did it all again in MIDI. Whoa. You could have just, just asked me to do it again. Like, I would have answered for it. I know, it's fine. That's I'm a, done. I was like, oh, class. Cool. Max, what about working with him as a vocalist? Working with him was absolutely fantastic because do you know what? Um, with Tristan, Deb, and Tanchi, uh, they went up and they, they all did pretty much two takes and that was it. Like, you know, they got, they, they did one take. Yeah, Everyone yeah, did, did one, did one take. take. Like, <laughs> like, um, cause the guys are just like severely, you know, on the ball when it comes to what we're playing. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was, um, it was, it was interesting cause it gave me a little bit of time to, 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 to mess around. Okay. And I actually had a, I had a chest infection on the day. So you can literally hear the chest infection in the oh, vocal. I, I love it. <laughs> oh no, I absolutely <laughs> love it. <laughs> but um, um, no, just messing around. It's just, it's just say just adding little bits, you know, and little, little things. Mm. Um, can we try this harmony? Can we get Deb in to do this harmony? Deb ended up sitting so beautifully on that, on that, um, yes. 
actual on the the chorus uh, harmony that you'd never even know she was there. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like uh, it's 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 such a seamless like like it sounds like one voice, which is which is great. I love you know that collection of voices that sound like one voice is something yeah. that I'm really really going for. Actually, yeah, it was actually the first time we properly heard our voices yeah. together as well, mm. which was uh, really interesting. Well, I actually didn't realise our voices uh, blended that well together. Absolutely. I went into panic mode because when we reviewed Here's Your Bones and I remember complimenting you as a backing vocalist for that. And then when I knew you were coming on the show, then I was looking at some of your live stuff on Facebook and there was no microphone in front of Debbie. And I was just going, <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Don't tell me that was Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> I was no, convinced. All over it. I was there going. Did Tristan actually fucking get that get that vocal in? Like? He has an angelic voice. That Tristan. Himself. I was wondering, like, I, I, did, I did one note. I think in the actual finished one. I think, I, I, I think we went in to do like the backup vocals I do live, and they're already done. So I was like, grand. But then like we're doing the bridge, and I was like, there should be a high A there. Just let me in. There's a high A there. Let me do it. <laughs> See, I love a that's, that's my contribution. I love yeah. a big, huge vocal. Like the bands that I listen to, like like I I like a lot of kind of, but like I like a lot of kind of Night of the Opera, Day at the Races, Queen era stuff. I like oh, a lot yeah. of you know kind of big John Anderson. Yes, mm. uh, I'm big into prog rock. Like, and I I I love a big meaty vocal that, but something that's you know a, a whole voice. Yes, um, and to get the chance to play around with it and that, um. Josh wasn't just like, you know, get us in, get us out. And instead of like, okay, the guys have gotten their takes in the in the bin really quickly. Let's just do a one and done. We actually had a, a chance to play around with it. And I do think it's a really, really, really great take because I'm I'm naturally picky and will pick apart oh, anything yes, that I ever do. <laughs> I, I naturally pick apart anything that I'll ever do. So uh, I was like... I was like, oh, there's only like two things I'd change here, like two little bits uh, from okay. when I heard the actual version of it. And mm-hmm. and for me, that's that's a testament to to Josh and how he, he kind of almost slid in like a fifth member of the group. Like, you know, yes. he, just, he just got it immediately. And that is a skill. And it, it is that. a skill. You're spot on. Yeah. And it's mm. through him working with like probably 100, 120 Ooh. bands now at this stage from Survivalist and Ian Empire, like the list goes on and he has it down to fine art when it comes to bands coming in. And and as you said, uh, one take and he had your bass figured out as well, like what you needed for it. Like, oh, it was great. Yeah. It takes pressure off you. And it always sounds like the band. Like it's it always still sounds like that band when he's done with them. Because like sometimes if a few bands go to the same producer, you kind of get like that producer sound is what you get when you go in. Like you go in and it's like, well, here is the gear you're using mm. and I want to do it the way I do it. But Josh is kind of he's more flexible and like, yeah. like like he didn't make us sound like survivalists because we don't sound like survivalists. We couldn't yeah. Yeah, yeah, like survivalists exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so we sound we still sound like we sound, but um we, we sound like I spent money on it. It's almost like we did it. And like there's there's toms on it if you can believe. Yeah. I don't even know what keys those are in MIDI. I don't know. <laughs> so what do you think now would be the next step for the band? Are you going to get, like continue self-managing yourself? Are you looking for a record label? Have you thought much about this? Because you have put probably a bit more pressure on yourselves, which is good because uh, qualifying for Metal to the Masses mm-hmm. 
that heat is that's going to get a lot of attention on you now. So have you sat down and talked about it yourselves where you want to be in maybe six months time? We're, we're a little bit go with the flow at the moment because uh, I know Tanchi has aspirations of, you know, getting this, you know, outside of Dublin, mm-hmm. which we're, we, we which we only addressed today. Okay. Also of, you know, uh, we want that next music video to be um, a real cracker and a real one that, that that puts our personality, you know, into it. Uh, uh, um, what was the name of the chap that did our our our, our the Here's to Your Bones video? Uh, Oscar. Oscar, he did did a did a really really good job in the video, uh, and uh, we want to try and take the great work that he did on that video and bring it to the next one, and okay. maybe put a little bit of story into it and put it and put it over the edge, um, and. I, I, I don't know, get those two other ones, relics and whichever, and make ourselves a little EP and then push on, like, you know, uh, tour around Ireland. We'd, I'd, we'd love to, to tour around Ireland um, and then see, can we get ourselves some representation based on how we get on that? Because I do find, and I've talked to lots of musicians about this, it's really, really annoying, you know, going in and playing great shows where people are so susceptible to it and playing... Um, you know, making a, a really good, what you think is a really good record. And people tell you that's a really good record. And then, you know, you start to get past 300 views on a video on YouTube and you just can't dwell on it. You really can't dwell on it. Like we had, mm. you know, let's say Relics has nearly 2000 views on YouTube, but Relics probably did the least of any single that we had just because, okay. you know, it, it, it's interesting. Whereas this single now has far more traction, but I feel like the video hasn't taken off you know, as well as it could. So it's like, maybe we need to, to just, you know, get someone in to, to push it on to the, to, to the next thing, but stick to the plan, I think is the, is the, the way forward. The interesting, interesting, Maximilian, I just say about Relics, my personal, that's my favorite song in, so far. <laughs> <laughs> I just literally, I love that song. Mm. But I, I think that now, like we just need to have more uh, a fan base. So we need to play, we need to play gigs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the most important things for 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 the band in general. Like just mm-hmm. to play, 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 play. Any yeah. kind of place you have opportunity to go there, even on on the front of the twenty people, two thousand people, twenty thousand people, doesn't matter. Just play. Yeah. And that's I, I think that's goes on 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 a, on the basic stuff with all bands start and and the guys ever saying. Guys, you just need to play gigs. It doesn't matter. I, I agree Ireland, with Tansi, yeah. Hmm. Ireland, North, England, uh, Europe. Uh, personally, like I, I was playing in Germany lots of, and for like, because I'm, I'm from Croatia. So anyway, uh, I have opportunity to play the other countries. And when you get there, for some reason, I heard that story before. And actually, I, I from because I'm from the mainland, I. Figure out that I like lots of uh, 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 clubs and and countries just love Irish bands for some mm. reason, especially the metal yeah. bands. And I think that we have opportunity. The only way we need to have backup. That's all. Yeah, mm. the agency. What you're saying or good management, so we can play outside of, the, of Ireland to attract. We'll say good management, as you say, Tansi, who play. If something like Metal to the Masses there is a fantastic um, yeah. vehicle for, for, for the, Absolutely, the likes yeah. of E because I am sure that a lot of that crowd that night didn't know who 
cell games were. But at the end of the night, you were on everybody's lips. And that's that's the joy of it. Like, because yeah, it's an exchange yeah. between you and the audience. And if, that you're, energy. Fucking, if, you, yeah. if you're doing energy. a really good job, that audience will want to buy your merch. They'll follow you on your socials and exactly. you've won them over. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. And one interesting thing as well, and, and it, it goes part and parcel with the play, play, play. Uh, motif that, that Tanchi said is the, the more we're playing and the more we're getting to to know people we're getting to know more bands we're getting to know more yes. you know the characters around the place yeah. like, you know let's say for yourself Richie, this is our first time talking but you know you've 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 reviewed us you've you've uh, said some very very nice things and it's really really nice to get kind of embedded into the community yeah. of Irish metal Absolutely. because the, it's a bloody great community. Like, you know, we mm. were playing with Hashmaker the other day uh, at <laughs> Metal Cinemasses and like, we were immediately best friends. Yeah. <laughs> the, there the, you the go. Fe- the Vickers called me Cody Rhodes on, on bloody Instagram. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, getting to know various bands, like, you know, Idle Discourse, um, Ritual Effect, people like that, you know, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're getting really, really well with and, uh, you know, that, that makes it a lot more pleasurable as well. Because- like, I'm just down from Belfast last mm. night. No, I mean, 800 kilometers round journey for me to go up there. But like, I have to go up there because it's Nomadus. I've championed them on the show. It was their album launch. For sure. I'm going to be fucking there without a doubt. And the crowd mm. for them last night, mm. it was absolutely brilliant. Mm. You'd four not and you'd insidious void as well. And for three bands and to see such a brilliant crowd there. Mm. And the same thing again. And once you play, you come off the stage. What do you do? You don't fuck off into your van and head for home. You stay, you talk, Absolutely. you network, you make friends. Exactly. Yeah. You know, just and talk. Yeah. Yeah. Make connection. You yeah. won't get that warmth if you're just releasing an EP and not touring it or not doing fuck off. You're, you're just to playing for yourself on the yeah. stage. You play for the people. And yeah. your personalities will come true on <laughs> exactly. the stage as well. Your yeah. personalities, the people will recognize. The people recognize Max when he gets off the stage. <laughs> they come up to him going, fucking hell, dude. That's where your song is on that's why our sets are, are five songs long and we're filling the full 25 minutes because there's, uh, there's so much shy talk in between. <laughs> was he one I, of those, I, Tristan? Have, was he shy talk? Me oh. going, like before I start the yeah. backing track, turn around and be like, is everyone okay? Is everyone okay? I thought you yeah. were just looking like, yeah, are you okay? Like, go. Do you know what? I, I find it would be disingenuous if, uh, if, if you didn't come up to the to the bollocks that you're after seeing talking absolute pipe on stage and it wasn't the same person <laughs> after the game so. yeah. I, we, we can't be we can't be the the cool metal guys like Max William can't be like we got to the first song and he can't be like can't do Vivers my friends we are family it's like no oh, yeah. it's fucking <laughs> it's a bunch of other lads playing music from when they were in school like that's it I said lads have you ever seen Alien I know most of you probably have but listen if any of you haven't seen it <laughs> I actually, I just love playing with the lads because of the volatility that comes out because you never know what's coming. <laughs> I never laugh much. I do listen to them on stage. Like, do you know what? Metal for the massive. Like, what? What are we going to say? And then it was like, oh shit, this is Royal Rumble Saturday. Started. <laughs> <laughs> and have you got an intro tape or something for when you come on? Have you looked at kind of we, stage props, we stage had, performance? We had an intro. Yes, we, we have. had an we intro did. for the first and last songs. And yeah. then I think we ditched them for I think many for time for Metal to the Masses. We were like, it has to be a tight 25. Yes, that's fair enough. And yeah. the, in, the intro song that we had been using, it, it's from Dragon Ball, I think. It's from the, it's the, the it, it's, 
from the Cell Games. It's it's a remixed version ah. of the Cell Games theme from Dragon. Ah, class. Ah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, I, I, but I think for things like Metal to Masters, we're like it kind of muddies the waters yeah. as to like what's covered and what's not covered, and like even the sample we have at the start of Relics um, for live is from um, Neon Genesis Evangelion because Relics, as far as I understand, is about Neon Genesis it Evangelion. Is. <laughs> I don't know. To, to me, to me, it's about three minutes and forty-three seconds. Yes. I don't know what it's actually about. But, For me, um, the same thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it's like, it's an F minor. Uh, it's kind of frigid. I don't know. Yeah. But um, well, it's not about. Like initially, as well. It's just initially we had that because we had. Remember, we had the first gig we had uh, before Tom she was in the band. We had like someone got in for us because we had Deb in the band and our friend gig, Shane. Yeah, <laughs> our friend Shane, like his band, were doing. Um, their first gig, doing like a launch or something, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Was well, so you have to do a gig?" And I was like, "Can you do twenty minutes?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." Can you do twenty five? Was like, "We can do 20. And we were like, "We're going to tack two minutes on with an intro track for two of these songs <laughs> because we, <laughs> we have like we had the three songs that existed online, mm. the Faith No More cover, and the song we decided was the intro song, right. um, Eagles and Papa. We decided that was it. I'm like. It's like this. Like, I was like, "Can you do 25? I was like, "No, we can't." And even then, for like some of the gigs, we were opening for. Oh, it was Jared Dirt. We, we were doing like the, the gig right pulled double duty, and the middle support band pulled out. And Mo from Jared Dirt was like, "It's like, ah, come on, you can do 40 minutes." It's like, you don't actively know 40 minutes musical. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. So like the intro tracks were kind of like out of necessity, but mm-hmm. now it's like plus we kind of stopped doing the intro track Please. because a lot of the gigs we were doing in Fibbers. Um, they're all like you do a line check. There's no like sound check and like yeah, yeah. kind of Fair everyone enough. moves yeah. gear in reverse order. Yeah. So we're doing a line check and we're testing the tracks and they're like, okay, go. And it's like <laughs> every gig I do the joke of like, okay, pretend we just walked on. That, is the, and press that play. is the reason why we should never get rid of the intro track. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's it, it, is it not the most amazingly fantastically pompous thing to ever do? Not only to do an intro track, but to do an intro track to your last song in Fibbers. <laughs> 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 That says everything you need to know about us. And they both had the same tape slowing down effect because I figured out how to do it when I was doing one. And I was like, this is going on and everything. Oh my God. Hang on, I want to know. So we're in February. Is there going to be an EP coming out this year, maybe? What do you think? I think so. I think this year is... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it would be a kind of a collected, a collective effort of everything so far. But, you know, done, you know, to the standard of with Tansha Deb in the band. Yes. Um, I'd love to. I'd love to personally do that just just to have everything you know in the full cell games yeah. um, animation of mm-hmm. of you know songs like relics or songs like I'd love to get filthy weight done. That's a. I think that's an. Uh, it always goes down great, you know, in the live sphere, and you know people have heard it because of what we did at Tsunami Studios. But I think. Uh, uh, a version of filthy weight with everybody together, uh, yeah. and we are sitting on a couple of really good ones. Um, uh, a song called. Uh, the optical world and a song uh, that has gone through about 17 different names and we still don't have a name for it <laughs> um but uh it's a uh, it's a uh, it's a real it's, if you people think that 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 there's a wipe zombie vibe off um off uh, here's to your bones uh like this one this is a super beast this, of a song this oh. is <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean it's got it's got an actual B movie sample in it. Like you've actually absolutely gave it its title as well, Max. There, super beast. <laughs> oh, well, I can't because that's the actual name of the song. So Su- superb beast. Superb beast. Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. But uh, yeah, yeah. 
like I'm really looking forward to getting those out. You know, uh, Richie, when you get into the lovely little soup of everybody trying to play a new song that's not that's you know good and complicated, and you have the ins and outs of Tanchi and Tristan not speaking the same language while they were trying to do it. And what are you doing here? What are you doing here? What are you doing here? Yeah. And somehow I was the I was the one who ended up having the right count because of the vocal. This oh unnecess- yeah okay un- unnecessarily stupidly protracted vocal was actually the thing keeping the thing in time. And Brilliant. I was just like, once we once we got that, uh, once we were all together on that uh, in practice. It yeah. was like hell, yeah. yeah. So that's a really because I didn't I didn't know the word for a shuffle, which apparently is what the beat was. So I was like, do it that's like very do on the three. That's very important word. Shuffle. Yeah. So after like half an hour, he was like, "So you want a shuffle?" I was like, "Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just want what I did. I we did it last week, and it was perfect. It was like, yeah, it was the first the shuffle, it was the first time. Yeah, we saw like, that. We can't do it. We can't do this. We're not doing this song anymore. <laughs> so what do we? It was a good, good vibe. Stagecraft is something now that you're going to be developing in the next few months That's with more it. gigs under your belt. I hope to see you down Cork. I mean, you've name checked there, Hashmaker, who who seemed to be always kind of playing um, once a month, maybe. Mm. So maybe they can get you down or you get them up for a support slot and, and just build Absolutely. building blocks at this stage for you lads. That's all it is. That's it. That's it, Richie. And, yeah. uh, and it's very, it's very exciting. Like you know, like myself, Tristan, uh, Deb, Tanchi. We've been playing about in music for a, a, a long, long time. time. Yeah, yeah. Like, and you get to the point sometimes when you're like, for me, before cell games, I was doing you know kind of hip hop stuff, and like with just myself, yeah. you know, going in and doing those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. So getting this particular group of people together, you know, to do to do this is it's very kind of reinvigorating and. I can say about all of us, we love doing this and we yeah. love getting together for a cell games gig, getting together for a practice. And for me, this band has just really ignited a hunger in me that hadn't been there since I was doing punk gigs back. That's you know, great to back hear, in man. the day. Yeah, That's yeah. I totally, totally second that. I haven't been in a band in a really long time where I just go, I actually can't wait to go to practice. Mm. Everybody mm. will know their shit. And it just really just clicks. Yeah. So, like, as I said, I'm here for you. Please use me if you can get anything my way in the next few months. We'll gladly promote it. You know that yourselves. Thanks, Thanks, Richie. <laughs> and when is the next round of Metal to the Masses? April, I think. Or there's three semifinals. I think it's like the eighth. And there's nothing the following weekend. There's two more. Um, I don't know what order you go into them. I don't know if you kind of just go in in order of you got through or if they kind of mix it up a bit because... Then it would just be like people who've already played together playing together again. So I don't know the, mm. the process, but it's April something. Right. Anyway. Okay. And, and then the final in May, which... Uh, we will be in. No. you're dead right. You're dead right. And would you go to many gigs yourselves anyway? Are you all based in Dublin? All based in Dublin. Do you know what? Um, I have um, started going to more and more gigs uh, due to the Tristan Connection Tristan is a guy who goes to to plenty of gigs, uh, you know, in and around Dublin. I go to the big ones, but the local scene for for a long time just kind of, you know, was something I wasn't involved in. So that's I think I'm loving at the moment going along and meeting people because it's a whole new scene from back when I was very involved with it back in the day. Um, so nice to meet like new people like you know Deb, uh, Cronin, who Tristan are in like bands like that. Um, so yeah, 
It's like, it, it, it's it's an interesting thing. And should we explore it and see, can we do something else? <laughs> yeah. I didn't realise you were in Corona or not, Tristan. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I joined 2019. And like a running joke, because it was like November 2019. And like the running joke we had, was like, we'd be the only band whose first gig was like a reunion gig. Because <laughs> uh, we finally played, I think, in 2021. At the start of 2021. Oh. And yeah, I play bass in, in, in that. Okay. Um, part of my, my ongoing thing of like, I used to, like, I'd, I'd play all these bass gigs. I was playing in an angry chair. Like, uh, That's I was right, yeah. band for That's ages. Right, yeah. I, was, I was playing bass in that for ages. Um, I'd like, I'd insist for ages. People like, oh, like, you know, really good bass player. And I was like, oh, I'm not a bass player though. <laughs> like, I realized like the only gigs I had done for like a year and made money off were bass gigs. I was like, maybe I am a bass player. <laughs> No, you're not. You're not. <laughs> and even then, like when I was trying to get cell games together, like just before the pandemic, I was asking people about bass player, and they're like, "But I'd be there, like at a gig, where I'd be playing bass, being like, you only bass players." They'd be looking at me like, "What do you mean? Do you know any bass players?" I was like, "No, this isn't me. You don't understand. I'm, yeah. I'm not really like yeah, this." Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. But, uh, but don't don't tell anyone. I actually really like playing bass. But don't let anyone know. Best instrument. Why wouldn't you like playing bass? This is it. Do you know it's it's actually because because the instrument that I'm more most proficient at is bass as well. So it's it's like we have a we have a bass orchestra going on here. <laughs> the spinal tap one with the, everyone's bass. The, the amount of people that I've interviewed on the show that are guitarists that have to do bass like it's mental. Like, so if we ever want to do big bottom, though, we are absolutely sorry. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't, 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 don't. <laughs> so have you any gigs planned up in the next uh, month or two? That you can give a shout out now or what's going on uh nothing yet as okay. far as i know okay next just today we confirmed actually the 6th of may is it the 6th 6th yeah sure yeah. why not uh, <laughs> band to find out 6th 6th of may in cork what really uh, yes yeah i'm not 100 percent sure what the context is but it's um oh, is it? it's through jim from hashmaker through his promotions relapse okay. promotions um he was i was talking to him yesterday and he's like i'll make a jump to cork and then today you get an email from relapse he's like lads you're free the sixth so I don't know if that's one of his, I don't know if it's a hashmaker thing or if it's just a relapse Could be thing. Could relapse but, uh, thing. Well, that's good news then. Yeah. Just check there in the calendar. I'm off for that. So I'll, I'll be there. That's Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Good so stuff. We'll, we'll have Hope. a few points and, and a further chat. Oh, that will be great. Yeah. That will be great. Every, everyone go to every semi-final of uh, Methods and Masses and you might catch the one we're in. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't know yet. Show, show the love to sell games. You should go to all them anyway. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So listen, you've been listening to Tristan, Max, Deb and Tansi. Lads, I just wish you nothing but the best. You're going in the right direction. The new single is fantastic. It gets the thumbs up from all of us in the forums. And as I said, anything I can do to be along the line, gladly help. Crucially, thank you, Richie. Everybody, support your local metal scene. Thanks, lads. Thank you. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye.